0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Therapy Dog Talk. My name is Sherry. My dogs' names are Sunny and Riley, and each week we talk with different therapy dog teams and researchers around the world about the impact that they're making in their area. If you're just getting started or not sure where to get started, we have a free guide for you that you can find at freeguide.therapydogtalk.com, and we also have a community you can join at community.therapydogtalk.com. Today, I'm very excited we'll be joined by Kylan Horton and her dog, Bubbles. Bubbles is a cruelty survivor who has nothing but love for humans, and together they help people across a variety of different environments, including online, when they're not able to reach people in person. So I'm very much looking forward to getting them in here and sharing their story
1: with you. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm good. So, how are you? Our water bottles are getting delivered, so the dogs are going to be barking at the same time. It's are good- <laughs> on therapy dog talk. Dogs make noise here. <laughs> well, Kylan, for those who don't know you on Bubbles,
0: would you like to introduce yourself and your pup? Sure. I'm Kylan Horton, and this is Bubbles. We started doing therapy work about two years ago. That's awesome. Very cool. I know you and Bubbles have had a very special journey. I believe you found her while volunteering
1: post-hurricane, right? Correct. It was in 2017, right after Hurricane Harvey. I'm a groomer, so on one of our groomer pages, there was a request for people who were familiar with handling dogs to help with the shelter at Houston Pets Alive and work with some of the reactive dogs and take them out for walks and stuff like that. So We volunteered to do that, and while we were there, we met Bubbles and her very interesting story. It was all not planned at all, (laughs) so it was fate, I guess you would say.
0: Yeah, it sounds like it was pretty meant to be, just from the little that I know about your story, just the way
1: that she really blossomed with your family and with you. Well, she is an amazing girl. And to be honest, she probably would have done well no matter where she went because she's just a happy-go-lucky dog. But we're very blessed that they gave us the chance because we had never worked with Houston Pets Alive before. We basically begged (laughs) and begged and begged for us to be the family that was allowed to take her in and take care of her. The journey that we've taken, we didn't plan. We didn't expect, but it's all just been a progression and we've enjoyed every minute of it.
0: That's great. When you met her, what was it that really led you to think, I need to bring this dog home. This dog needs to be in my home.
1: Since I'm a dog groomer, like I said, I work on skin therapies and things like that. And she had real bad demodex, And to be honest, that was kind of the first thing. <laughs> it wasn't all the other injuries that she had, it was like, mm, she has really bad skin. I think we can help her. Yeah. So, no, I love like that kind of what drew us in. But we saw her and she came out of the kennel and she just curled up in my lap. Cool. And she just makes a special connection. And we're like, oh, my God, she needs to come home with us. And so, like I said, then we just started begging. for <laughs> sure that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think it doesn't really take much for rescue to say, okay, this medical blaster can
1: can keep caring for this dog. Yeah, she was special because, like I said, everybody connected with her. Okay. So there was a lot of people that were interested in her and wanted to be a part of her recovery. So we were very lucky that it was us.
0: (laughs) Aw, I love that. So once you brought her home... Did you already know about therapy dogs at that point or that's something that she led you to discover?
1: No, I knew about therapy dogs because I had a few clients that had therapy dogs and they would be like, my dog needs to get a back before, you know, they go on their therapy work. So I already had some people that I knew that worked with therapy dogs and I had a dog before that I thought would do really well, but I just never took the time to follow through with it. Okay. But with bubbles, I felt that I really needed to, that there was something really special there with her and her story that needed to do therapy work and make a difference in especially children's lives.
0: Yeah. What was it about her that really led you down that path?
1: Once she got through all her surgeries and she was feeling well, we started taking her to a lot of events. We wanted to get her well socialized. We would take her out to restaurants and we'd eat on the patio. And just anywhere we could, we wanted to take her out and socialize her. But what I noticed was she is a major flirt. So everywhere we went, she was flirting with everybody. And we would be sitting on a patio at a restaurant and everybody's talking about this dog. And so I could tell that she had this charisma in her that made people want to be with her. And she loved when people finally noticed her and then came up to her and started, you know, petting all over her and going crazy about it and everything like that. She loved it. Absolutely loved it. And so I'm like, okay, she's okay with people touching her, loving on her and everything. So yeah, we're good to go.
0: (laughs) It's funny that you brought out that she's a flirt because the reason I found out about y'all is we had tripod Petey on here (laughs) and they were talking about how Bubbles is Petey's girlfriend and then I was doing some prep work for today and came across your Kibble Rafi campaign like three years ago where there was a duo of Petey and Bubbles plushies and I was like this is the cutest thing and I'm sad that I missed it.
1: Yeah, they've been a long time relationship. Yeah, it's been going on for a while. <laughs> They're the best. I love
0: that. Winston says her name is so fun to say. What led to you naming her Bubble?
1: Well, we were trying to think that she's all pretty much all white, things that were white, like snow, snowball, champagne, things like that. Nothing just really seemed right. But then I started thinking about little bubbles. Flying through the air and that fits her personality because she's just so spunky and jumping around. And yeah, it, it just kind of goes with her. So it's not a fabulous story, but it just, it fits her, I think really well. Yeah. I love that.
0: <laughs> Who did you all end up registering with for volunteering? We're with online
1: answers therapy dogs.
0: Okay. Very cool. And then you volunteer in a variety of different ways. Are there any that really stand out to you as to why you volunteer there?
1: Well, like I said, she loves children. Mm-hmm. Uh, we tend to focus mainly on doing things with the kids. She doesn't enjoy the elderly facilities too much because what she really enjoys is if you sit on the floor and her being able to come up to you and cuddle up in your lap and so. That's more what we do with the kids. We have a group of kids and they'll sit on the floor and she sits there with them and they'll pet on her. So she just kind of gets more enjoyment from that than going from room to room to room at a facility. We also like to focus on kids that maybe have gone through their own trauma Mm -hmm. or have certain disabilities. I think because of what she's been through and the way that Her face shows her story. Those kids in particular make a very special connection with her because they're like, oh, she's like me. She's been through hard times. Some of these kids that we meet have been through very, very difficult situations. It helps them to make a real-life connection to something that has been through something bad, but now they're going through something good. And that hopefully that's going to be the outcome for them too. Or if they have a disability, it doesn't mean that they have to stop doing what they love. They can keep going and enjoy life and just be a normal kid too.
0: Yeah. I bet they find it really encouraging to hear that through
1: both. I think so. Yeah. I think so.
0: You framed that so well. Actually, I did read your book on <laughs> Bubbles finds hope. It's such a beautiful job explaining that. And I know between the buck and her plushie and you also have a second account with her, right? Is that to help reach the kids?
1: We do her main account is KH Bubbles and we do a lot of advocacy work. And sometimes there's kind of some mature subject matter that comes across. So we created another page called Sunny Side of Bubbles. Mm-hmm. And that's for the kids. If their parents don't want them to see some of the other stuff, it's strictly just fun things for kids. So we tell little jokes or we have little inspiring quotes and just, you know, cute, funny pictures. And we keep it very light and very G-rated. So, yeah, that's the page that we dedicate for kids to see, especially.
0: Have you found anything that's helpful when explaining animal cruelty to children in a way that's
1: maybe age-appropriate or whatnot for them to be able to understand and to handle? It does depend on the age group. When we talk with the really young kids, we try to keep it as simple as somebody injured her and was not very nice to her when she was very young, but now she's happy. She got rescued, and so we have to be careful how we handle animals and how we treat them because they have feelings too. As you go up to the older groups, then you can be like, animals are sentient beings that... It's kind of the same storyline. It's just, you can be a little more blunt with the older kids. You got to really be nice to animals, you know. Some of the fifth graders know exactly what happened to her. And they can handle it for the most part, but we don't tell the younger kids exactly.
0: Yeah. Her story is A lot to hold for a small child.
1: It is. It is. So that's why in the book, we try to just skirt over it. You know, we don't go into any details and try to get through the bad part really fast and get to the good stuff. (laughs)
0: Yeah, but I think you cover it in such a beautiful way. Like, Bubbles needs help. Bubbles is hurt. Someone was mean to Bubbles. I'm paraphrasing based on having read it about an hour ago. But you acknowledge it and how that's helpful. And I think it's really beautiful to see Hope's connection with Bubbles, too, because Hope has a prosthetic leg in the book. Spoiler alert. But that's not even acknowledged. It's, it's normalized. It's normalized. It's being a part of the story
1: and how Bubbles connect with Hope. Exactly. So Hope has a little bit of me, obviously, But we do focus a lot on kids with disabilities or trauma. And -hmm. so we wanted to show it, but not make an issue of it. Yeah. Because for Hope, it's not an issue. She's still just a normal girl enjoying her life. And now she has a normal dog that she's enjoying her life with. And so, yeah, it is normalized because I think it is normal.
0: (laughs) What do you think Bubbles enjoys about volunteering?
1: Cuddles. (laughs) Plain and stuff simple. She loves to cuddle. I mean, I don't know if you can see her right now, she's asleep in my lap and that's just what she loves to do. She's not running around playing with the kids. She doesn't do any tricks or anything. She's cuddles and she loves it. She loves for kids to be touching her, loving on her. She'll pick this lap to go sit in, then she'll go sit in this lap and then she'll sit in that lap. They love it. They love it when she comes and just plops down on them. So yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Is there a story that comes to mind from your volunteer experiences of why you really do this work with bubbles and
1: therapy work? There is. It's kind of a long story, but I have a friend who works in a care facility for people with handicaps or disabilities, and they have a softball team they call the miracle team. So for the end of the year, we went and joined the softball team with Bubbles out there. And then at the end, we gave all the kids a book and a plushie to take home. One of the girls that was there that day that really, really connected with Bubbles, she just adored her. She woke up and she was having a terrible nightmare. So my friend went in to try to console her and help her get through her nightmares and my friend said, well, let's think about something nice. Think about something that makes you happy. And so the girl said, okay, I want to think about dogs. Because my dog was the only thing in my household that didn't hurt me. She had her Bubbles plushie by her bed. so she took her Bubbles plushie and held it tight and then was able to go back to sleep thinking about dogs. So in a way, Bubbles was still there with her to be able to cuddle. And help her get through that situation. And it just, it really hits home exactly how important dogs are. Yeah. So even in her home, her dog that she used to have was the most important thing in her household. And so if she had a little piece of bubbles that she could keep there to help her think about her dog, then I'm good. At that, <laughs> that makes me very happy. So
0: yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. And I know the other piece of your work is really advocating for animal cruelty, well, against animal cruelty, I should say. Sorry, that was an awkward way to phrase that. And for cruelty survivors with animals, how have you really dug into
1: that work? What does that look like for you and for Bubbles? Well, it's kind of just all in the same realm. Like you said, by writing the book, that is a piece of it, talking to kids. Because I think with cruelty to animals, if you start them young, you hear that a lot, right? Um, so that's a huge part of why we do it. We try to put out as much information as we can on our Instagram page. Houston Pets Alive has a lot of events and we go to them. And obviously, every time we meet people, we're talking to them about her story. We have little cards that we give out that has information on how to report animal cruelty here in the Houston area. If you see cruelty, call this number. So basically just everywhere we go with her, the issue of animal cruelty comes up. So that's our opportunity to talk to people about, you may not know that this goes on, but this goes on a lot. And just make people aware of what Goes on, especially in our city. Our city is absolutely horrible for animal cruelty. In fact, we just talk (laughs) a lot.
0: Yeah. What's your advice for someone who witnesses animal cruelty or hears
1: about animal cruelty? How can they help? Well, the main thing is if you can get video or pictures without getting yourself in danger or trouble. I would do that and report it to either the SPCA or whatever investigative agency you have in your area. I know every area is different and have the proof available. That's going to make a big difference because a lot of agencies won't do anything if you can't show them that there's really something going on. That's the best way to do it. That's the safest way to do it. If you try to do things on your own that, you know doesn't now if you see an injured dog not on somebody's property and you can get it to safety then by all means i highly recommend you get it to a shelter or to an emergency vet or whatever your means that you have available to you for sure
0: yeah kind of going back to the therapy dog side of things was there anything that surprised you in training bubbles to become a therapy dog
1: well she had her moments where she was pretty crazy I don't know if it's surprising, but it was a challenge to work through because she would just get so daggum excited when she would see people or other dogs that she would start spinning and flipping around and doing all kinds of things. So to get her to focus and to come back and calm down a bit, that was a bit of a challenge for her. But, you know, for the most part, she did good. And like I said, she was made for therapy work. So training her to be around people and all of that kind of stuff wasn't an issue. She's never really been scared of things rolling past her and loud noises and all that kind of stuff. Amazingly, she does pretty good with that. So we didn't have to do a lot of extreme training on that end either. So, you know, most of the stuff that they require for therapy dog work, she did pretty good with it. We just learned that if we're going to go into a facility or to school or something like that, that we go for a walk first, get her a little tired, a little calmed down. And she does great.
0: Is there anything that you have to account for with her, with her injuries when you're volunteering with her?
1: No, not really. She functions just fine. I don't have to caution anybody about where they touch her or anything like that. So no. That's
0: good. Yeah. She was really young when she, when you found her, wasn't she?
1: She was six months old when it happened. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right. So the way she is is the way she probably is used to be.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she functions fine. She has trouble with eating certain things in a certain way, but she manages. She gets yeah. through it. And so that's really the only issue she has left over from her injuries. So yeah.
0: That's good. She's really found the best home with you
1: <laughs> yeah. She's a good girl. Do
0: you have any advice for someone who's interested in becoming a therapy dog team?
1: Do it. If you really know your dog and know that they truly enjoy people, the training sometimes can be hard, just depending on your dog's personality, how old they are, and getting through those teenage years sometimes can be a struggle. But it is so rewarding and you meet so many fabulous people. Some situations can be difficult, but you have to just keep reminding yourself that you're there for them and it's not about you. So even though, yes, it may be difficult for you, that you're making a huge impact on somebody else's life and you may be the only bright spot in their whole day. And I think it's really awesome. Awesome to be able to be that bright spot. So,
0: I love that. Yeah, you have such like joy about yeah. you. <laughs> it's very easy to picture you and Bubbles being <laughs> the brightest.
1: <laughs> I appreciate that. That's sweet. Yeah, yeah. we try. We try.
0: I, I enjoyed watching it. If anyone's watched this, I encourage you to go check it out on Bubbles's website. But there's so much footage of her just running around, like living her best life with her dog siblings.
1: So I can just see that joy coming. Like, yeah. Her. Yeah, yeah she is. And you know, she's really funny because like in the house, she's pretty calm, but then we all go outside and we have four other dogs and yeah, they're just happy as can be run and play. And she treats the other dogs like they're hurdles. So she's jumping over all the other dogs and yeah, she's kind of crazy when she's outside and then she'll just lay in your lap and sleep on the inside. <laughs> just
0: like a bubble, right? They've just all like around and then the bubble popping up all over the place. <laughs> Perfect. <Just> His <laughs> is <Yeah>. so appropriate. <laughs> well, Carolyn, we really did. else that you wanted to share while you're here?
1: Just the fact that even dogs that have been through really rough situations or pets, I should say, not just dogs, just because they are rescues or because they have previously been abused or because they may have Certain special abilities, I will call them, doesn't mean that they're not fit for therapy work. So I encourage anybody that has a dog that may have been traumatized before, doesn't mean that it's something that they're going to have to carry for the rest of their life. Now, some dogs may carry certain traumas with them, but just know your dog. And if you feel like your dog really loves people, no matter what they've been through in the past, then I encourage you to do it for sure. That's beautiful. Great. Thank you so
0: much. And thank you for sharing your time and bubbles with us today. I really appreciate thank it. Thank you. Yeah. You're
1: welcome. We enjoyed it.
0: Awesome. And if people want to follow your journey, they can find you at KH Bubbles on Instagram, right?
1: Absolutely. KH Bubbles.
0: All right. Thank you so much. Have a great All day. Right. Thank you. You too. bye.